Welcome to a new episode of the India Independent Films Podcast. This is uh, Rahul Desai here. I am a film critic for Film Companion. I have with me again my uh, friend and uh, the wire film critic Tanul Thakur. Um, we are going to be discussing a film that's been in the news for mostly all the wrong reasons in the last four or five days. It's like weeks since it's released, but uh, uh, the new Netflix film Haseen Dilruba. Um, directed by Vinil Mahathir, written by Kanika Dilla, um, and it stars Sapti Pandu and Vikram Masai. I'm sure you guys have been living under a rock if you haven't already, if you haven't yet heard about the film. Uh, it's been in the news for various social media reasons, which we'll come to later. We're going to discuss this film uh, right now. Uh, naturally, uh, at least from what I gathered, you know, it's mostly been panned. Uh, you know, quite fairly throughout uh, across the board. Um, before we get to the film, just two lines about it. Um, it's basically one of those small time. Uh, it's another small time middle uh, small town middle Indian film uh, with uh, a, a fem- spunky female protagonist, which is played by Tapsi Pannu. Uh, she uh, she has an arranged marriage with uh, Vikram Masai character. And then uh, she has an extramarital affair. That's that's more or less what the film is about. It goes downhill from there, becomes a film about toxic and obsessive love, which we've seen 100 times before by various directors in various forms, uh, the last of which and the most infamous of which was Kabir Singh. Um, so, yeah, so uh, Tanul, um, obviously, I mean, I read your review and I've read a bunch of reviews. I was very curious about this film because I was a little confused by my own reaction to it. But... Uh, I gather you obviously thought the film was terrible, which is fairly safe. <laughs> tell me about, uh, tell me about, you know, your experience watching the film and how you reacted to it. Yeah, I mean, I've read your piece as well, so I, I mean, I almost feel sorry <laughs> that <laughs> my review had nothing to give to you apart <laughs> from just, I mean, <laughs> a few cursory observations of dismissal. Uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, so. Uh, as usual, did not know anything about the film. I didn't even know it was a thriller or a small town uh, centered on a on a on a small a couple in a small town and things like that. Anyway, so I approached it obviously with an open mind and all of that. And very quickly, I, my eyes lit up in the in the first uh, two minutes when I saw a severed hand, and I figured out that this was a thriller. And uh, I mean, uh, a deliciously a pulpy one at that. At least that's what it purported to be, promised to be. So, uh, so my hopes were really raised. You know, I mean, uh, I thought, all right. I mean, uh, I anyway have a soft corner for for such thrillers. I especially have a soft corner for for films set in small towns, and I have a small uh, soft corner for. Uh, pulpy sort of thrillers or adaptations and all so way too many soft corners were were there for uh, for this film uh, uh to sort of like you know open up to me or vice versa right uh but there yeah, it just i it, it's just one of those things that just did not i mean did not connect with me from the word go or i wouldn't say did not connect with me from the word go it was just i could really see its artificiality so the thing is that and something that you point out quite rightfully in your piece uh, is that at what point do you sort of differentiate between a film's uh, uh, commitment towards pulpiness 
and uh, it being such a devolved form of that pulpiness where i'm not saying that of course that pulpiness is a bad quality in itself of course it's not uh, but but you know it's i'll tell you something uh, and i had a similar confusion when i was uh, when i was watching uh, say uh, when i was in the 15th or the 20th minute where um, vikrant masi's character what's his name i'm forgetting sorry he goes to meet uh, rishu uh, rishu he goes to meet rani with his parents right and you have this this elaborate setup of an arranged marriage sort of a scene we have seen it um, obviously i mean 10000 times at least in hindi cinema and all of that and you could see that you know uh that that, that there were lines where uh, say the mother is saying that we want a sundar and a sushil ladki ye sab to usne apne haathon se banaya hai rani's which is tapsi pannu's character his mother says that and all of that and you get the sense that you know So this is not sloppy or this is not lazy writing this is merely like you know taking a dig at these very dominant bollywood tropes or uh, or literal lines that we have seen over the film uh, over the decades and uh, you know so i was in a bit of a a, a a a a bit of a confused state myself as to okay what is happening how much of it is cheeky how much of it is is on the surface what's really happening how is this film playing uh, uh, itself and i didn't have a problem with that i i i kind of quite like confusions in narrative myself and uh, i am a big fan of films that sort of you know they, they they sort of go into a territory that is already overpopulated but uh, through that kind of chaos and confusion and say overpopulation find its own method its own language to tell a story uh, so i thought it was fine and uh, i quite in fact appreciated that uh, that uh, those digs and and uh, uh, a bit of comedic flourishes and stuff like that i thought the film for me really started to i mean uh, go towards uh, or hurtle towards this perpetual uh, incline uh, downward sloping after she moves to jwalapur with rishu which is vikramasi's character after getting married to him and then when you see this what the film is really trying to do right i mean this sense of adapting a really pulpy story uh, i mean I, they talk about this fictitious author dinesh pandit and and his book kasolika kahar throughout the film and all of that and you i mean you get the sense what they are trying to do but what really stands out of the film for me obviously were two things one was that i thought it was terribly disingenuous storytelling it was i mean i thought absolutely uh, dishonest to the hilt no uh, both with respect to the form that it was trying to adapt which is of i mean obviously a pulpy thriller or a pulpy murder mystery and the second is just what how it was uh, telling the story in its own way i mean uh you know the, there are these elaborate segments on i mean it's a bit like i i mentioned it in the review that it felt to me like a bad bollywood album of the 90s there's the tracks there are these very distinct modes that the film operates in and it just looks so constructed and so contrived that uh that it just did not work for me on at both levels and uh, it just i mean you have to give me more as a as a viewer and it just all the things that were uh, that were forced let's say that 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 pallu girana segment which is that 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 seductive segment that you know rani does i just didn't find it funny at all i didn't even find it silly i just found it plain annoying 
and i thought that was my reaction to 70 to 75% of the film now if you're trying to mimic uh, 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 that sense of what a a pulp novel uh, sort of like you know accomplishes uh, this lunges towards easy pleasures uh, these lunges towards i mean you know <clears throat> taking something that is so in your face and then slowly drilling it down uh to mm. perhaps make uh, a point that stays with you or 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 uh, that need not even uh, be particularly profound profound it just could be in in various other realms it could be comedic it could be absurdist it could be you know whatever it could be subversive things like that it, all of that thing wasn't happening because i think there's a melange of things that 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 are coming here i mean i could get the sense that there was a a fair amount of cluelessness with respect to depicting a small town uh, a north in a small north indian town which has really become a staple of these films uh, a lot i mean what is that setting of that house i mean it is fucking uh, like right on the bank of a river i mean i am not saying that such houses don't exist of course this is a house which i'm sure is shot on location and whatever then there's literally like like a bridge which is you know a uh, a uh, uh, a small town version of golden gate or havra bridge or whatever it looks like an impossibly picturesque setting that's not a problem you can have that my problem is when these people and that was a problem that was there with kota factory that was a problem i had with this guy varun dhawan ki uh, dulhania whatever badri ki dulhania right i mean <clears throat> you take a small town and you try to do everything in your skin to not make it look like a small town and i'm not saying mm-hmm. that all small towns are you know whatever they can't be pretty or small towns only mean like you know a a a shots of say cows or 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 people just acting recklessly and all i don't mean that as well obviously i mean i myself come from a small town but you know you always get the sense that there is this uh, the sanitization project going on there is this color correction there is this soul correction also uh, almost going on and i just find it damn artificial yeah. so that i mean i didn't even include it because that wasn't as big of a problem because it really happens so many times that you are like ha chalo theek hai whatever but then i mean at a, at a more basic level uh there is i i i would really maintain that i thought it was very dishonest and disingenuous filmmaking where it was really not about i mean yeah kasoli agar doesn't even exist right like i mean it's a it's it's a story that takes its dramatic mileage from a 1953 roald dahl story which is yeah. fine and this is similarities are not huge sure but why not i mean just be more honest to who you are and what you are trying to do i mean it just looks very obvious that kanika dillon and vilnil matthew and all of that they they are so obviously alien to this setting perhaps they are also very ob- uh, oblivious and alien to uh, to the genre of hindi crime novels as well right i mean you don't see fondness you don't see this this sense of genuine intellectual curiosity what you see and by you i mean me obviously is that you know how can this be dressed up enough so that it looks quirky and palatable to the urban audience if you have to do that then fucking make a film that uh, which is that no i mean why go all this uh, to sort of like you know uh, make yourself so postmodernist make yourself so cool and cheeky and all of that shit this kind of dishonesty i i i just i have a lot of problems with that and as as much as i appreciated uh, uh, reading your take and your review and not just because i'm talking to you of course but uh, you know 
I just couldn't uh, bring myself, and we've spoken about it a bunch of times as well. I just couldn't bring myself to uh, to just perhaps appreciate what I would have uh, probably appreciated, like say the grayness in my emotions. There, there weren't many, and uh, we can talk about it later as as well. Some of the designs, I mean, at least the background music was so annoying, man. It was, I mean, that is a consistent recurring problem that I. Uh, seem to have with Hindi films. We have also spoken about it on 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 our podcast as well. But but yeah, I mean a bunch of these things. But uh, like, let's not be uh, whiny enough. And uh, I want to hear from you what you liked and all of that because there's been enough negativity in the first ten minutes, which is also the discourse around the film. Yeah. Uh, as well. Uh, no, no, it was. Uh, you know, the funny part is I actually agree with every single thing you said. Like there, there's no doubt about it. Like there's a lot of gimmickry going on. There's a lot of pretentiousness going on. It's very clear that the writer is very unaware of the world she's designing. She's being like shocking for the heck of it, especially in the abusive relationship that shared in the marriage. Right? Um, yeah. It's an appropriation of small towns. It's an appropriations of lo- of love and violence and 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 you know toxicity and. It's as you said. It does not feel genuine. It you know disingenuous is like a word I kept trying to use. I didn't want to use more than once in the review, but it did come mm. to my mind. I actually agree with every single thing because these are exactly the same emotions I went through while watching the film. Like uh, uh, you know, as I wrote in the review also, like I, I actually watched it once. I absolutely detested. Yeah. It. I thought it was. I thought it was one of the worst things I've seen in a while. Um, <laughs> and i don't know you know like on another day i not have gone back to it something was nagging at mm. me maybe i had an evening free or whatever it is so i was like okay you know let's just it's netflix i can at least stream and maybe skim through it so that i can get pointers for the review how to really criticize the film where did it go wrong so while going back to it again which i rarely do which i think most of us rarely do um, mm. I, i don't know I, i found myself going through the film again and i was like something switched in my Head like sure, there is the very obvious thing that they are trying to sort of imitate a pulpy Hindi fiction crime novel, and uh, uh, and you know they don't have the least idea of how these novels are actually written and they how they actually turn out. So you know even that is a derivative version of it's an urban version of you know say uh, you know how to make like a pulpy sort of trashy film. and and you know while watching it i was like okay i'm seeing the same things the problems are there but for some reason i do not know what to make of it like i can I, i i hate a lot of parts of it like there are very obvious like you mentioned the background score was easily the most annoying this year uh yeah. not as existed without it and i hate harping upon these very fundamental things you know like it's 2021 why are we talking about the background score yeah. like it's just one of those things that Should have died in the 90s, but we still talk about it. I saw so many problems with the politics of the film. I saw a po- uh, problem with the gaze of the film. But you know, despite everything, I I just found myself ve- very weirdly attracted towards certain parts. And when I say certain parts, it's probably 10% of the film or 8% of the film. But that 10 or 8% has somehow like um, made me a little irrational about it. and i don't know what what do you feel you know as a professional critic too have you ever been in a situation where you feel like it's okay to admit you really don't know what to feel about a film so you know it's a coin toss between having uh, an absolutely overwhelmingly negative feeling or uh, saying that okay i know it's a cheesy film 
but hey you know i don't mind it so i mean it's not very often that it happens to us because you know a lot of films make it very easy to judge a lot of hindi films at least uh, for me that happened with judgmental hai kya which i took a while to figure out my feelings for it the thing is sometimes you're clear that the film is actually not good like i did here but your feelings towards the film actually reflects who you are also more than uh, what the film is about and and you know the fact that i was like okay is it right for me to really admit that you know uh, on a technical level there is nothing really right about the film uh, i think it tries to accomplish a lot of ambitious things but it fails to do so it's very obvious that it fails to do so but then i still cannot get myself to really pan the film and and that confusion obviously me having a sort of internal exchange with myself turned into a review because because there are parts where i'm just admitting that you know it is actually a terrible film but it makes no sense that i'm actually uh, on the positive side here like it's it's a little weird that i don't know how to explain it entirely but somehow that entire ambition of wanting to make a pulpy film uh, and you know sort of almost failing to make it but at the same time you know trying to redeem yourself with like trying to redeem the film uh, uh, you know with with the choices with some creative choices you made uh, i don't know like i thought the climax was actually pretty terrible and predictable right from the beginning we could see that you know vikrant mase uh, is not dead obviously like a lead actor lead character will not uh, it is all about the whole usual suspect sort of narrative uh, uh, conceit that you are going to try and i for me it was a very film school version that kanika dilon is doing like it's a very typically you get an uh, you get a full image of like the writer uh, uh, you know absolutely getting excited about this twist in the end when it's actually not a very smart twist but some of the treatment of the film towards the end worked for me it was just so unabashedly idiotic uh, that 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 i don't know it it was one of those i hate using the term so bad it's good but it is the closest i have felt to that in my entire career at least like in my entire hindi film reviewing career because i'm normally clear about uh, what side of the scale the film lies on but even year even a few years down the line uh, if you ask me like one line like you are in a position where you can say that i thought the film was terrible and disingenuous and i hated the film or i didn't like the film but i still don't have an answer to this and which is why i want to keep talking to sort of people or discussing with people what their feelings about the film is it divisive or is it just me or is it uh, is it the fact that i actually went back and watched it again or how would it have been if i just let it be the first time so obviously these are things we'll never know but which is why i'm finding you know your views also very interesting the fact that you've detailed them and they actually make sense to me but then i cannot justify uh you know my own feelings uh, about the film at the same time so uh, so that's why you know so that's why I, i've been actually really looking to read a lot of stuff about the film you know controversies aside and all uh, it has really sort of taken me in like i i i know i was also in the minority when it came to judgmental like and i know the com- the writers kanika dilon but i seriously still feel it has lesser to do with her than the directors involved like here i felt like there's a dissonance uh, between the director and her not as much harmony as say judgmental hai kya which actually you could see went all out with its with its visual tone with its with its color palette with its music with its treatment in general here it sort of fell on both sides so i felt like here you know kanika was trying to be a little too gimmicky under the garb of 
uh, under the garb of like sort of almost uh, 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 making a parody out of the feminism that is presented by so many new age films out of the wokeness that is uh, presented by so many new age films but that's a problem with kanika's writing i found for a couple of years now that in trying to say make a statement about a certain kind of storytelling a certain kind of narrative she often falls into the trap of becoming that uh, and that happened with guilty if you remember uh, that happened yeah. uh, for kedarnath which is technically a disaster movie uh, it was almost like a take on a disaster movie which really became the worst version of it for me uh, and and i only yeah. thought that meant like yeah was sort of rescued by the director and by kangna who was very interesting in that film but here you know i'd lesser to take back uh, i guess it it says a lot about the standards of what we expect and our sort of lowest common denominator feeling that we are having right now so that anything even slightly ambitious or slightly silly or daring tends to catch your eye more than normal but you know i st- i still you know i still find myself sort of not batting for the film i don't think i'm going to defend it because i actually agree with all the criticism but uh, but i thought it was still a very interesting film like i still find myself going back uh, going back to certain portions of the film to see if it was actually so stupid or if it was actually uh, if it was actually uh, almost a spoof of stupidity so it's one of those things you know where uh, where in the first in the first uh, viewing of the film i immediately dismissed it like you you know uh, like so many of us tend to do and it then becomes obviously easier to be clear and uh, uh, write your review but i had a tough time writing this review so i'm not sure if it happens to you though if it's is it okay to admit that you're not clear about a film no absolutely i think it's uh, it's all of this is fascinating and i think it it, it just makes me really envious that you had that you went through this torturous sort of uh, process uh, as a writer and a critic because i mean uh, isn't isn't that the dream uh, in a very weird way itself and and that just goes to show uh, and and it's it's something that's always there uh, it's something that's uh, so close to me and if there are a few things that if somebody asks me about the whole writing and the watching uh, movie business uh, it's this that i would like to tell them apart from uh, a lot of other things that also fascinate me and also keep me uh, in awe of my profession and also keeps me simultaneously terrified and exasperated and all of those things but it's this feeling that that you're talking about uh, <clears throat> because i mean uh, and it's this feeling that i would like to talk to uh, talk about uh, uh, to somebody let's say hypothetically because uh, it's um, it's something that's not very very obvious it's not even very if somebody were to ask me you know what is this one thing that you say want to share about uh, the the film criticism process it's this that i would like to say something that you touched upon in fact elaborated in your previous answer is that you know it's <clears throat> which is to say that you know a film watching experience for me is a chemical reaction it's uh, there's you there's the film both of them collide or react or whatever to make a third product which is to say your feelings about a film i mean and that's something that really cuts across cultures and nations right because no matter who you ask if they have seen a film i mean i i mean i find it hard to believe that they would say that i don't feel anything about the film in fact even indifference is a kind of an emotional response as we all know so there has to be a certain something that the film asks or evokes in you 
now the thing is you remain the same right and uh, sorry the film remains the same but just the very fact that a human being itself is such a i mean you know a swirl of emotions uh, a swirl of biases uh, his or her mood on that particular day just makes gives rise to perhaps a different product almost every time you watch something uh, even if you uh, uh, watch something the same time yeah, you know so i mean say if you watched a film uh, and you did not like it sure there could be uh, many reasons for that but one of them let's say overwhelmingly being the fact that the film was mediocre in its various designs and things like that but then you know i mean you watch the film for the second time it's of course the same film but something inside you something inside the viewer has sort of shifted you know either for the better or for the worse to sort of see the film in a different light of course this doesn't happen a lot i mean uh, there are many cases where you i mean most cases where you watch a film again and you you'd like it the first time you like it the second time as well perhaps you'll, if it's a really good film you'll take away different things from it and all of that sometimes you don't like a film you watch it again you don't like it again i mean uh, so that's that as well sometimes you know the these varying levels of uh, a disgust or at adoration uh, obviously shift for different reasons but but uh, this sort of a, a seesawness of emotions that you uh, uh, went through uh, while watching hasim dilruba is is something that's very fascinating to me because it's, it almost feels like you know that that you're watching two uh, uh, two different things while i, I think what's really happening is that you are essentially watching two different versions of yourself while watching the same film right and i think there is this uh, this particular uh, line that i get reminded of whenever people talk about hello yeah go on you, you can hear me right yeah 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 and and you know this this process reminds me of of this great line an author said in in one of the jls panels a, a few years ago uh, with respect to you know uh, how authors are often antagonistic towards uh, critics reacting to their work and things like that and he said something great he said that look at the end of the day whether your book gets a good review a bad review an indifferent review whatever you have to realize this it still is the same book you know and 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 that beautifully applies to films as well i mean no matter how the film uh, has been received right i mean if if there is something that no criticism can fundamentally alter is the very nature of the film that it remains the same film i mean a criticism can 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 of course uh, remold somebody else's uh, readings of the film what uh, uh what interpretative values the films have and 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 things like that but uh, what no piece of criticism can can do is i mean change a film in a very material sense obviously i mean a film is much more than than its literal design and all of that and a film is what we think it is uh, it's a, it's a bit like how we think of people as but you know it 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 really uh, brings home the point that <sighs> there you know any piece of criticism and and it's it's a funny thing to say because then uh, people can very easily turn around and and say that you know uh, how do we even trust what you write or how do we even trust uh, the process of criticism or the craft of criticism itself and uh, at the risk of jeopardizing my own prospect or whatever i would say that's true you know it's uh, it's very difficult you can't say that 
I mean, and, and that's the thing, right? Like, which is what I feel that uh, uh, film criticism is also so temporal that you know it is about a person reacting to a piece of craft at a particular point in time, uh, give, considering whatever that the person ha- is in a mood to sort of you know uh, engage with. And and this is an example that I, I give to people often. Like, let's say that I see a film uh, when I'm in a perfect mood and all of that, whatever. and so i may have a different reaction to say a, a a comedy or a really poignant drama as opposed to say i'm watching a film uh, on the on the day my dog has died right i mean or, or the day my say my grandmother has died or whatever it's that really makes it completely different even if i'm trying my best to be objective i mean uh, so so it's it's a, it's a thin line at times and you have to often and i, and I really uh, value the uh, the the immediacy of film criticism because it's almost like your emotions have outpaced your thinking and and uh, your words so to speak and then it's this whole process of bringing it back together in in your piece and communicating that to the reader i i, I have i place a huge emphasis on that i'm not saying that's how it should be done or i have a whole thing of watching a film again as you know we we rarely do it and uh, because we don't have time and and things like that but when you watch a film as you did in such a short span of time and then it kind of really changes uh, your thinking and your perception about a film isn't it such a fascinating exercise to think that if at all we would have done it to say other films that we would have liked or say films that we would not have liked say hasin dilrubai in your case what would that have meant and what that that means to our fundamental nature what that means to the nature of film criticism itself and i can give you a few examples and i think it's what's really important if you do this is to acknowledge which you did i think which is very nice is that to acknowledge your own confusions your own quote and quote frailties your own uh, your own sort of emotional vacillation while watching the film again i think that sort of because i mean as a film critic we need to be critics we need to be really honest uh with our i mean we have an unwritten contract with our uh, readers and uh, we owe it to them that you know we lay bare our uh, our viewing uh, experiences most times you don't have to because the people understand that all right this person has watched a film once like 99% of the critics uh, around the world and this is his or her opinion on the film but if something like that happens in your case which is to be you know uh, that all right something shifted in me and i thought uh why not let's let's give this a shot and then when it starts to speak to you in different ways then that's just such a very layered commentary on on the on, on the nature of the film viewing exercise and on the nature of film criticism itself and uh, hello can you hear me yeah yeah ha huh. and uh, and yeah i mean and this has happened with me uh, a few times again as i said i don't remember if i uh, like i'll have to think really deep and hard about the last 4 or 5 years uh, uh, if 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 that happened to me uh, 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 while i was reviewing a film uh, but it has definitely happened to me in a slightly more distant past so i i can give you a really easy, easy example so i saw chuck the india while i was in college uh, and uh, i didn't even know much about world cinema then and all of that to be honest and i didn't like the film okay i mean i just thought it was uh, <clears throat> yeah, too melodramatic too filmy too whatever and it's weird because that's what the film is trying to do it's trying to be very cleverly melodramatic it's trying to be very cleverly filmy and all of that whatever then cut to say 5 years later i see the film again 
as an engineer and all of that it was just one of those evenings i i thought okay let's let's just watch akta india and i was really bowled over by the film and i was like okay i mean obviously there was a difference of 5 years and all of that you grow evolve things like that but i mean that are still really really uh, very illuminating uh one example that i can think of with respect to my uh, this thing re- uh, reviewing the career or whatever is that i saw gurvinder's chauthi koot uh, in in mami and uh, there was some projection problem there was some bunch of things it's mami is anyway you know chock a block thing so right. uh, so i was quite indifferent to the movie uh, i didn't dislike it of course i mean it's it's a difficult film to dislike but i thought ha huh, could have been better and i i was just i don't know i i didn't even get the time to think about the film because uh, 15 minutes later i was on a different screening anyway but then uh, i saw the film say a few months later to uh, uh, two or three days before uh, 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 filing my review and the film completely spoke to me in a different way so it's it's really very interesting and which is why i you know uh, i tend to not be so i mean a uh, close fisted uh when it terms uh, when it comes to de- uh, determining something about a film of course i mean there are many many films where uh, and and it's the nature of the profession that you know you have to write in a persuasive authority authoritative way and all of that and i think that's important because we are conveying something that you uh, dearly feel but i'm also very aware of these you know these these vacuums uh, in the thinking and the feeling and the absorbing process as a human being and uh, and i am uh, at least open to the possibility of literally watching any film again perhaps even kabir singh for that matter and uh, if i get surprised so be it and and then i don't know what is it is it the film is it the me is it me is it the film and me you know so i think it's it's it's, it's a very a uh, layered thing that your uh, conflicted viewing experiences touch upon something i think that is very fundamental to the very soul of uh, film criticism and also film watching which doesn't get uh, talked about a lot yeah that's that's actually very nicely put because you know obviously you i mean given that we both have been doing this for a bit uh, i mean we, we there are certain things we take for granted like you watch a film you write down your opinion uh, you either sound persuasive you sound dismissive you sound whatever you want in that review as long as you're taking a clear stand normally the stand is viewed at in uh, terms of binaries right like did i like it a yeah. bit love it a bit or hate it a bit or dislike it a bit it's more or less four things or was i totally indifferent to it the fifth one so it's just it's one of, it's one of those pitfalls of you know what we do where obviously it, 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 we've been doing it for long enough and to be fair there are not interesting films uh, there are not so many interesting films that really uh, sort of put you in this space and for me personally as you mentioned you know with chauthi court and your experience for me it's always been uh, the only a few things have happened like i'm watching a film i review it with my first impression of it and then two or three years later i maybe watch the film again and i have a totally different perspective and a totally different view of it whether i love it a lot or hate it a lot is not the point it's just that it's completely changed but by now i can't take back a review uh, because you know obviously the as you said the nature of the film hasn't changed the nature of the reviewer has changed the nature of the writer and the the thinker has changed 
so uh, uh, so obviously and that has happened a bunch of times almost famously at least in my own head it happened with tamasha because i didn't like the film and i reviewed it accordingly when it happened and i i guess yeah. i watched it at a stage of life two or three years later with someone else and it spoke to me in a totally different way and i guess yeah i mean th- that uh, but, but by then the point is that the review has been done your profession has already sort of been inked on paper so to say but this is actually the first time it's happened where i had a feeling that i might probably go through this maybe a year or two down the line or i had a feeling where i could actually compress this whole experience of maybe disliking a film and then having mixed feelings about it 6 uh, or 10 months later uh, i compressed it into a period of one day and you know it it very rarely happens so you know i, I actually yeah. counted myself as a little uh, you know a little fortunate that i could do that within the space of one day as you as you know we don't have the bandwidth to do that most of the time and honestly uh, you know most films don't even push us enough to do that so uh, so the fact that it's happened to me like obviously this will stay in my mind you know it's not so much about the film or what i felt about it but the experience of doing it really unta- it really tapped a very uh, a different part of me as a writer which you tend to lose somewhere in the process of going from one friday to another and uh, uh, it sort of gave me a sense of humanity a sense of frailty as you said about what we do because we are so used to like really cementing words in blacks and whites that the grays really uh, 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 don't really Uh, you know uh, occur or don't really flash between the lines so that's why you know i i wasn't really surprised by a lot of reactions to the review saying but did you like it or hate it we are confused because you are confused but and i was like yeah i am confused and you know i have sort of said that and and i've sort of uh, there is no other way for me to put it saying that you know it, it sort of stayed with me uh, for reasons that are irrational and i guess that that from one time to the other that happens and i i, I get why people would turn to film critics for a more uh, for a more solid opinion but that's not the point really it's it, people should as you said people should be turning to film critics and uh, and you know and commentators for uh, for their honest sort of ode to themselves when uh, ode to a film they are feeling about or writing about when they are writing about it. it it's about the honesty they should be turning to not just for the very you know dry opinion which is very honestly which is anyways very difficult to give within a within a few hours of watching a film that's why we uh, when we do get screeners we tend to watch it on one day and write it on another day to let it sort of just maybe uh, marinate in your head if you have the freedom to do so so i just found that a very enlightening experience uh, I, i don't care so much about the product of you know what came out of it the consequence of uh, or the review itself or the film itself but uh, in the long run i feel like it's unlocked a possibility of a certain kind of uh, maybe thinking for me uh, down the line like where i can maybe consider a film in a different way uh, not to say that i'm going to watch every film twice but there is a possibility that the film has not maybe touch the right chord the first time or maybe it has the first time so that ambiguity almost always must be there and it is there in most of our heads and it depends on us when we want to express it the most and i just found it interesting that i found this film to express it with uh, which is sort of unlikely because i did not expect uh, myself to be going down that route while uh, writing about it uh, so yeah so i mean i yeah i i sort of totally get like 
uh, where the confused reactions are coming from. I'm also quite fascinated by the discourse that's been going on around it uh, uh, for a couple of days. Um, would you like to maybe address that now? Yeah, uh, you mean the reactions to say uh, the reviews that the film has spawned and how it is fair or unfair or things like that, or are you talking about something else? Yeah, things like that mostly, like the very uncharacteristic sort of reactions uh, that are going on in social media, which has more or less worked for the film in the long run because I think a lot of people out of morbid curiosity are sort of really watching the film right now. And for me, it sort of diluted what the film meant to me because as I said, it it was a very profound experience while writing it. But over the last few days, uh, uh, the, the, the shitstorm on social media and on Twitter and Tapsi really taking off on criti critics and reviews uh, has sort of really changed uh, the legacy of this film, so to say. So uh, have you been uh, following it and what, what do you really make of that? Yeah, so I mean, uh, I followed a bit of it, of course, because I mean, uh, the, not just as a critic, but as a regular uh, 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 audience member who's really into cinema, it was, it's, it's, it's difficult to sort of disconnect from something you you especially watched uh, recently. So uh, let me just put it up straight up front two things. I mean, uh, before the whole controversy started, I was a huge fan of Tapsi Pannu. I mean, uh, I... I heard she was okay in the film. I mean, uh, which is why uh, uh, I'm saying, uh, talking about my feelings before, uh, watching Haseen Dalruba. Uh, so whenever I would think about Tapsi Pannu, I would just have the sense of, you know, uh, uh, innate fondness. Uh, which is very difficult to explain, right? Uh, what's the kind of fondness that we feel for, say, somebody like Nawazuddin Siddiqui, somebody like, say, Irfan Khan, whatever, right? I mean, it's I used to have that sort of... Uh, and obviously, Tapsi has done fewer films than these giants and all of that. But uh, some of the films that she's done and uh, her performance in them, uh, it's, it's it's just so remarkably uh, uh, touching to me. And it's, uh, it's so important to me, uh, both as a critic and as an audience member, that, you know, uh, whenever I used to, uh, that Apsi Bandhu was right up there for me uh, with respect to, uh, you know, people that I really admire or, or, or say artists that I really admire in Bollywood. So that's one. Second uh, was this whole sense of how uh, the film industry people say react to not just criticism or how they sort of view criticism as, which is, uh, has been my pet peeve for, for several years that tweet a lot about it and all of that. And something that has been a big part of my disenchantment uh, uh, while working as an Indian film crit uh, critic. I mean, you know, uh, apart from the fact that uh, you have to sort of uh, uh, deal with a lot of mediocrity a week after week. Uh, it's, it's this sense of just being so obviously dispensable uh, by these very people who will latch on to critics if they say something tangentially uh, okay uh, or uh, flattering about their performance, but they will latch on to something that's that's uh, uh, that that's absolutely beyond the ambit of being labeled as unfair. Uh, is something that uh, really disgusts me. I'll be very honest. Uh, coming back to the criticism, I think it's incredibly silly. It is just so silly that it is pitiful, and uh, I really. I mean, it's it's a weird thing to say, but I really don't think much of Tapsi Pannu now because 
if this is your reaction and and i know uh, so i mean uh, for people who don't know this is about uh, shubhra gupta uh, the indian express critic she well wrote a review she didn't like the film whatever uh, there was this one line i think uh, and correct me if i'm wrong which it said essentially that tapsi uh, banu basically plays the same thing in every film and here also she is not different to which yeah, i mean that's film change hmm. only only her costume change right sure now to somebody who is not tapsi pannu uh, but uh, who i would assume is a fair balanced mind and all of that they would think that uh, man sure that's a pan uh, that's uh, perhaps an is a big pan uh, for a, uh, against an actor and all of that whatever what i don't think they would uh, 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 consider is that it's a personal attack which is what tapsi pannu made it out to be casting herself as this victim in 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 the whole narrative which i thought was nonsense i mean it's not a personal attack i understand when actors screenwriters directors they get agitated uh, when their films are panned and i have received some dms uh, when their films get panned i get it look and i never try to engage or i never try to defend my pieces saying this or that or whatever i just accept it and i say that and in my head i have this whole feeling that look man i get it i panned your film you will feel bad tomorrow if i write a book and if somebody pans it i will feel bad how can you not it's a very uh, human feeling so i get that uh but to sort of spin this in the way she did a publicly she did not take it up with shubhra say on a dm or an email or whatever uh b it was this whole thing of flexing your uh, quote unquote superstar muscle which these people are really so caught up by uh, that really made the whole episode i mean it just left a very unpleasant taste in my mind and it just goes to show that if this is your level of understanding of criticism if this is your level of engagement with anybody who says anything against your film if this is your level of maturity if this is the level of your self absorption if this is the level of uh, you thinking that the entire world owes you uh that they should worship you in film after film after film even if they don't feel like it and if, if they can't come up with uh, uh so much so that they are deprived uh of doing their own profession properly which is coming up with creative uh sentences at the at a very basic level uh, to sort of voice their disagreement and uh, you spin it it around and say that oh this was such a personal remark is just incredible incredibly petty of tapsi pannu i cannot state it more clearly and it's the problem with these liberal people uh, sorry to sound like you know uh, whatever but it's the problem with this liberal crowd i have a much more respect and i would like to say this on record i have a much more respect for say salman khan also uh whose films we pan and all of that but who just doesn't give a shit because like of course i mean he doesn't think of us as human beings and all of that for which i'm really obviously eternally grateful to bhai but you know at least he doesn't do this kind of nonsense and included in it are many many people uh, uh, uh many many mainstream people which the twitter crowd loves to dunk on 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 them including many producers many big actors many directors and sure you can dunk on anybody and all of that that's not a problem but what i'm saying is i don't see the those people who are so quote unquote the villains of the movie industry at least going after critics and all of that i mean that disingenuous dishonest and mediocre in hazar other ways but 
you know it's a problem with these liberal heroes who posture themselves as you know this beacon or uh, this epitome of fairness progressive values and all of that but bhaiya jab apne ghar mein aag lagti hai then you sort of see their real uh, 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 real face of them and uh, tapsi has really not done herself a, a favor by lashing out against a critic and uh, uh, in 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 a by picking out something that was not unfair at all i mean i would i would say so yeah totally i mean i i echo every single line you said and i mean it it really has to be said that it also came out of nowhere you know because after a while you know we don't really personally follow any of these actresses and actors and artists online um we don't religiously follow them but we are aware of what they stand for on social media or on twitter so given the shit that's gone down in the country in the last year and a half or two uh and given where tapsi what tapsi has represented see of course this has nothing to do the with the artist you are but this does say something about you as uh, about your integrity about uh, about the person you are uh, and about the celebrity uh, about what you think about celebrityhood and tapsi has really sort of uh, made a statement in the last couple of years because there has been one outsider perspective that is so rapidly represented by kangna and there is another uh, where you know tapsi is almost the pragmatic sort of empathetic voice uh, uh, of defiance on twitter and she's she sort of stood up against the administration time and again and she's also had to pay the price for that but that hasn't stopped her so obviously all of that, that you know really ties in to what we how we consider her you know our our perception of her as an artist different of course even i have grown to be very fond of tapsi as an actress as an artist uh, i have grown to admire her and the choices she's made in her career uh, i did not think very highly of her when she came in but i think she's improved uh, like say someone like a dipika has improved over the years and you know you can and i i take my hat off more to the people who show this hunger and desire to improve and to keep evolving with every role and every film choice than the ones who are you know naturally gifted or the ones who sort of get everything on a platter so tapsi represented the best of both worlds you know politically personally uh, and to see her really sort of not know the difference between kangna really tweeting through her account because tapsi the bitterness with which she's gone after not just shubhra's uh critique just you know she's gone on and all about taunting uh, and sort of just uh, co tweeting trolls and saying that okay maybe i should change my costumes in a very varsova bitterness way that we've seen so many people over the years succumb to uh it, as you said it's disappointing it it really has taken away so much of the sheen that tapsi has really uh, uh, you know you know sort of really immersed herself in over the years and and Uh, of course it won't change our perception of how good or bad she is in a particular film say tomorrow uh, if she is if the mithali raj film releases or if the other athletes that she is playing in the biopics releases and if she's done well of course we will say that she is uh, a very competitive uh, competent uh, artist but it doesn't change the fact that uh, we know now what she thinks of how she thinks about criticism how she thinks of discourse of film discourse how she also pretty much has succumbed to the same culture that she was maybe against for till not very long back uh, how you know there's no benefit of doubt really get uh, given to people that are lower than celebrities most of the time and we know very well what most of hindi cinema tends to think of 
film critics not entirely due to you know their own sort of preconceptions also i would admit it's a lot because of the mediocrity of film criticism in the country over the last 20 years so you know but again you know their perception of what a big review stands for or you know taking an indian express review and taking only one line from that review and saying this is what uh, this is what uh, how critics have become trolls is so disingenuous i mean it just makes no sense because you know it, it so clearly exposes the fact that she, they have no idea about film criticism they don't read beyond the newspapers they don't read beyond the big ticket names uh, beyond the one paragraph about their performances in fact i bet tapsi yeah. has not read anything about the film in any of the reviews like most actors she sounded just as self absorbed when she just took one line about a performance nothing yeah. to do with you know, vikrant masay nothing to do with the director or the writer uh and and it's it's kind of amusing to see kanika dilo really support her because uh, tapsi pannu really sounded like she didn't give a shit about the writer either you know it just so so turned out that yeah. both of them uh, ended up on the same side so yeah it it became a clusterfuck in the end and it for me it, it's unfair because it also took uh, away from the discourse of the film which was being pretty much hated but also really divisive in its own way on net like most netflix productions tend to be these days um uh, and at the same time i can't help but feel that the film critic has been used to as a publicity tool we know we've been you know used as that for years but very directly by the pr people by uh, by the stars themselves through the interviews through the features but this is the most sinister way to use film critics in like taking a review and tweeting it to your 4.5 million followers and then telling them that this is what it is she's a troll this that and then all the followers sort of uh, saying okay now we need to see the film let us see where this fight has come from so it's basically worked in favor of the film we become publicity machinery of the film all over again and that for me is not uh, that for me is not cool that is where you know most critics need to voice their opinions most and sure uh, even if they're doing it deliberately i don't think it makes sense to just dismiss this controversy as saying that Oh, okay. At least they're getting eyeballs for the film. Yeah, sure, they are, and sure we fell for it. But the whole point is, how many times more will this happen? So many people must have taken a cue from her after this. And how many times can uh, film critics also keep, you know, really uh, maintain their dignity and keep quiet about the whole thing? Because this will become more of the norm than the exception. And uh, before you know it, uh, I think film criticism will just be a bunch of adjectives if it not already is. um so yeah i mean we it's it's perfectly natural to have uh, strong feelings about it and especially coming from your point of view and i know very uh, i personally know you've been fond of tapsi right from the beginning and you know yeah i've, so, I've started to see what you have been seeing in her for for a bunch of years now and and uh, mm. that it comes at this particular juncture not just in indian history but in 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 the history of bollywood is a bit um, disconcerting because it doesn't board very well for uh, even what we do as well as uh, say what a quality artist like tapsi uh, will propagate in the future because you know uh, if the best of them really don't believe in what we do or don't believe in anything beyond their own name or their own performance then it really we are sort of heading back to the 90s now yeah you know two that just two quick points that i want to add you know first thing and i think this is also very emblematic of the changing landscape of uh, uh, the way films are being consumed now 
because uh, in the earlier times just to say pre pandemic and all of that were uh, <clears throat> with, with with streaming platforms uh, did not sort of uh, stream say uh, contemporary or, or recent releases and all of that uh, there the stars had a way to sort of flex their uh, well stardom through box office numbers and all of that right i mean there they could very easily rubbish criticism even so called respected names and all of that by you know uh, quote tweeting say a komal nahata or a taran adarsh saying that yeah. you know our film made 25 crores or 50 or 70 whatever crores in the opening weekend you can all fuck off that was and, and they used to do it like so often and so frequently and it was very obvious right so but now they can no longer do that i'm sure they can sort of track how many views or eyeballs uh, uh, the film got on say the first day or the second day but that's not enough right that's not very uh, that's not a very uh, 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 a spectacularly thing i mean and it's definitely not money also uh, because not as if you are literally paying to watch that film so it's not really indicative of uh, a pure audience intent as well uh, and uh, it's, it's it's not uh, uh, nearly as uh, ca- captivating or compelling as say 50 crore or a 60 crore number or whatever so now and this is something i've felt for a really long time that the artists in our country which ranges from salman khan to tapsi pannu most of them most of them are absolutely entitled they just think that we exist you worship us that is their mentality now they they used to have this box office tuntuna to sort of you know uh, drum that beat now they no longer have that so now what they think is that they owe praises that you know we have made a quirky film we made a different film fall down on our feet and just you know uh, be in complete awe and submission of us now that doesn't happen in fact far from it uh, hasin dilruba was panned across it was panned across and tapsi had nothing on her right like what how yeah. could she compel people to watch this film if uh, uh, reviews are one of the major uh, metrics to sort of judge a film by which has increasingly become the case over the last one year i'm not sure how to feel about that should i feel flattered should i feel whatever worried uh, but yeah. uh, well it uh, it seems to be that you know that hawaon ka rukh badal raha hai to quote raja rain in mohabbat you know whatever so it's a uh, so now they are doing stuff like this right and uh, i will not be surprised if if these sort of incidents happen uh, uh, more and more in the future it could happen to you it could happen to me and things like that and, and it just really goes to show that that what is it that they really feel about the craft was it what is it that they really feel about critics criticism uh, i mean does your intellectual spirit of intellectual inquiry end uh, the moment uh, your director says a cut if that yes. is the case and even if that you are the best performer on the earth i will feel bad for you because there i mean if that is your uh, your uh, your scene then sooner or later it will catch up with you you can, you know you can still be a king or a queen of ant ants in a country like india but deep down you will know that you are mediocre now second thing the final thing that i want to say on record is that you know last january i think you may have noticed i reviewed tana ji and yeah. tejasvi surya the south bangalore mp uh, he sort of you know uh, uh, very smartly i mean as smartly as uh, as smart as tejasvi surya can be he sort yeah. of you know uh, posted a snapshot screenshot of my review uh, which ended with my name 
just with the, the the there was the headline there was a blurb or whatever subhead and few lines of the review it en- ended with my byline uh and he of course said that uh, it's it's a shitty piece or something not verbatim but you know whatever we were all taught wrong history in school and things like that <laughs> and which was, but it was a, a very clear indication to his troll army that go after this fucker that you know he's attacked something that you like and for the next two days i mean my phone did not stop buzzing i that piece of mine had some 700 rts and they picked up my uh uh uh, uh what's that acid film chapak sorry yeah. <laughs> i had uh, somehow like that so it it uh, a wire writer so it fed into that and it was yeah. a terrible experience it was i mean obviously i'm a dude so i didn't get all of those uh, you know insults or threats that a woman get on twitter so i mean and i found and i could take it in a light spirit as well because of my whatever gender or caste stuff like that uh so it didn't bother me but what i what i really want to tell is how is tapsi pannu very different from atijasri surya in this situation if because yeah. i didn't know that she was sort of egging her followers on by quoting uh, like you know whatever i thought she did it once while saying that oh it's a it's a it's, it's a personal attack and all of that but how is she now different and that ties in my whole with my whole point about like you know these uh, uh these posturing liberal heroes and all of that and tapsi has been very vocal and i really respect her for that and i still very much admire for the actress she is did not like her in hasinul robot big deal whatever still but this sort of blatant hypocrisy is absolutely discomforting and very saddening and it really as you said it has really taken away considerable sheen from how i or we perhaps you know used to look at her and it's not just about that oh you attacked a fellow uh, whatever practitioner of my profession no i couldn't care less that's not i'm not into this whole solidarity business uh, and you can hate a review obviously you should hate a review if you know it doesn't say good things about you whatever we are all people i i get all of that but to be dishonest and unfair Uh, and say that this thing is personal when it is clearly not that is the crux of the problem and uh, yeah i'll stop here at the cost of repeating myself again but yeah no no i totally agree with you and yeah i mean i think we pretty much uh, uh, covered that i mean i, I wish i honestly wish this discourse had ended like 20 days ago but unfortunately the film only released 4 days ago uh, <laughs> so you know it, it's been it feels it feels like decades honestly and most of us have been talking about it and of course somewhere the film has been lost uh, in its own debris and all which is i guess par for the course uh, at least in new age bollywood so um, so yeah i i think we pretty much covered most bases tanul is there anything uh, else you would like to add about haseen dilruba and its legacy uh, i don't think so i mean i i can talk a few the uh, things or specifics and all of that but i think we we did uh, have a nice overview of uh, the the discussion about uh, you know how the film spoke to us in broad terms and all of that and don't think i mean i have uh, i would have much to add if i go into some sort of granular details yeah. which of course one can go about uh, 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 with respect to discussing any film so no i think i'm good if you have any point then yeah. perhaps you can add or uh, yeah 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 no not really i mean i'm i'm glad uh, in our discussion about this film we actually discussed the film lesser than say our feelings to it and our feelings to the peripheral noise of the film which pretty much encapsulates uh, the film itself in a way so i think i'm pretty happy with uh, uh, that and i think we you know uh, it, it was nice sort of also hearing you speak about uh, 
film criticism and you know how uh, you, you know my sort of complicated reactions towards the film and how it's happened to you so so uh, yeah so i'm i'm glad we at least got an opportunity to touch upon that even though it was through haseen dilruba and uh, because you know i was worried when while watching the film the first time i was like how will we do a podcast if both of us really absolutely dismiss and hate it and yeah. it's, it's sort of weird how things work out because more or less it's always the case where uh, uh, one of us tends to have a slightly different perspective which is what so much of fun it, it reminded me of our breed discussion which is again still yeah. one of my favorite uh, yeah and, mine and as says, well yeah and it says so much about you know our uh you know about what we do and uh, and you know and the and the movies we write about our profession and uh, what film criticism really is about so uh, i'm glad to be learning more and more every time we talk and, and uh, hopefully we'll be back soon and speak about the next web series or film that is worth talking about uh, till then uh, stay safe everyone write to us uh, thakurtanula@gmail.com rahulnoles@gmail.com if you have any suggestions if you have any topics you would like us to discuss too we'd be happy to consider it and uh, yeah see you next time stay safe and uh, um, take care